A professor is doing some penis size research, and they're seeking photos of penises. So if you guys want to contribute to science, <laughs> or you just want to show off your man junk, <laughs> this is the thing you can do. Springfield, Missouri. Alicia Walker is used to the Snickers, the puns, and the raunchy jokes, but she's not fooling around with her latest research project, the assistant professor of sociology at Missouri State University launched a study this month that explores how the size of a man's penis affects the rest of his life. And she's documenting this work with pictures. Pictures of what, you ask? Don't ask. You know what they are. <laughs> the kind of work I do is not for everybody, she says. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> You're looking at penises all day? I mean, who can do that? It was like when I went and got a vasectomy, I thought to myself, well, these women just like... You know, just went at my balls with like, you know, this kind of, this salve. And they, when they prepare, basically when they prepared me to get snipped, I thought to myself, how do they, how do they do this all day? Just looking at dudes, junks, you know, just grabbing guys' balls and slapping like some kind of lather on them all day long. I just thought that was wild. These jobs aren't for everybody. <laughs> Good point. Uh, now, Walker's project looks at how penis size and uh, more importantly, a man's perception of penis size affects overall health, sexual activity, condom usage, self-image, social interaction, and mental health. So far, I'm hearing a lot of anxiety and a lot of low self-esteem related to penis size, she says. As part of the study, she hopes at least 3,600 men will fill out an online survey and upload photos of their genitalia. The participants must be, must be age 22 or older. So I guess if you guys want to participate in this study, uh, you know, upload your junk. I think I might. Why don't I participate in it as well? I'll do it. If you guys are into it, I'll do it as well. Uh, just Google this, this study. <laughs> I'd actually like to get her on the phone and talk to her a little bit about this. That would be cool. Maybe I'll try that. She said the photos are necessary to ensure men carefully follow the instructions when measuring their flaccid and erect penis. Okay, I didn't have to say that, but it was in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. She says that she's not recruiting locally because uh, she doesn't want there to be anything dicey. She doesn't want colleagues, friends, and neighbors to, to feel pressured to participate. Uh, so she's opening it up to, like, all over the place. So you, no matter where you guys are living, you could probably send in a picture of your dick. So isn't that cool? Isn't, isn't, uh, isn't the internet amazing? <laughs> Which is, what are you using it for, guys? You saving the earth? Nah, nah, we're just shooting dick pics all over the globe. <laughs> it's like a whole, a whole internet web of dick pics just flying around. It's basically for dick pic, you know, exchange, this whole internet that you've invented. <laughs> so now Walker says a man's penis size can change his self-image and trigger depression and body dysmorphia disorder. Body dysmorphia disorder. Yeah, that's a thing. It's serious, she says. Some of them actually commit or uh, attempt suicide over their penis size. Wow, this is this is really interesting. Uh, I think I, I think I'll uh, contribute to the study because why not? I like this is one of those studies where I'm like you know I mean, you know how guys I get about studies I usually go this is so stupid what a waste of money how dare you we should be saving the earth I don't know but this one's kind of funny and um, I don't know I, I kind of support this one I don't know why I just like this one <laughs> I'm allowed an exception okay this isn't going to solve Earth's problems but there's something funny about this I like it it's dynamic it's weird. I kind of dig it. <laughs> and there's good information to be to be gleaned from this, you know? I think uh, we could help men <laughs> feel better about their penis size. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, uh, if you want to send me your dick pic... Hey, oh, I'm sorry. I meant if you want to email me, 
It's funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call 646-450-2012. Do not send me dick pics, by the way. That was a joke. Do not send me... (laughs) I know you weirdos will start sending me dick pics. I do not want them, (laughs) okay? You can also DM me. No dicks! You will not be able to DM me dicks. I I say no to that. Um, Dicks will bounce out of my DM box, for sure. Wow, that was a weird thing to say. Uh, DM me at Funny Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and my Facebook is Comedian Jonesy, one word. And uh, yeah, so love to hear from you. In France, butchers are demanding protection from aggressive vegans, vegan terrorists, as they call them. They need help from the government. <laughs> they're, being, they're being terrorized by the vegans. What are you doing, vegans? Calm down, I order ye. <laughs> so French butchers have written to the government asking for protection against militant vegans, accusing these militant vegans of trying to shut down the country's traditional meat-eating culture. Now, shops have been stoned. They've been defaced with anti-meat graffiti and stickers. Um, scratch and sniff vegan stickers <laughs> so yes um they've defaced property the french federation of butchers says the french federation of butchers yeah that'll don't you don't want to mess with the french federation of butchers they all have cleavers who who are you messing with vegans do you even know these people wield knives all day long and here you are messing with them playing mind games over the last few months 15 butcheries were splashed with fake blood, which is weird. It's, a, it's weird that a vegan... You'd think that the vegans would... Um, I'm trying to think of what would be better than fake blood to... Um, uh, what, I was going to say, no, flowers? No. <laughs> Let me just stop right now and, <laughs> try and, and not try to make a joke out of that. So the Federation chief, Jean-Francois Giard... Does everybody in France named Jean-Francois, by the way? I just feel like every, they're all named Jean-Francois. Um, he said in a letter that such attacks were a form of terrorism. And I agree, they are a, form, they are a minor form of terrorism. When you're, when you're defacing property and you're frightening you know, uh, people who have a certain occupation, I mean, that's kind of a form of terrorism, in my opinion. Uh, It's terror that these people are seeking to sow in their aim of making a whole section of French culture disappear, he wrote. Vegans want to impose on the immense majority of people their own lifestyle or even their own vegan ideology. Uh, I agree with this man. Yes. Uh, Vegetarians and vegans, by the way, make up just a very few percent of the French population population. 2016 survey estimated about 3% of people were vegetarians. Um, Yes, French butchers, by the way, have an exalted place in traditional French life. Uh, They really look to their their butchers. They hold them in high esteem. Food in France is taken very seriously. So if you're involved in preparing it, you know, whether you're a butcher or or an esteemed chef, you know, uh, these are very important positions in French culture, I'd imagine. And so uh, these vegans are really, you know, uh, they're really bringing some confusion and uh, terror to the situation. 
and something should be done. Look, I, I've said this many times on this show. I don't know if I need to go into it again, but I mean, we're talking about an ideology here at the end of the day. Veganism is an ideology, just like Catholicism, you know, just like, uh, you, you name it. Uh, communism, it's, it's, it's an ideology, okay? And now, we, you know, back in the day, uh, Christians used to, use a form of terror to convert people to Christianity. Now, this is an instance where vegans are using a, a, a very low-grade form of terror to, com- to convert people away from eating meat. First of all, this isn't going to work. You're, you're a moron if you think this is... Oh, oh, oh what is this? You, 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 uh, you put some graffiti on that the place that sells meat? Well, maybe I won't uh, eat meat ever again. Like, who does that? Who, if you eat meat, you, you know... A little, a little acts like that aren't going to change your mind about your diet. I mean, the only thing that changes your mind about your diet usually is first-hand experience and education, okay? So just, you know, picketing in front of these places, trying to shut them down, graffitiing their property, that stuff does not, that's not how you get people to join your lifestyle, okay? I'm just saying. Uh, maybe you're. Maybe you disagree, but if you do disagree... Have you should be aware that um, you know that's um uh I don't even know what I'm gonna say about that <laughs> I'm gonna stop right now call in a weird AF news tell me how how you feel about this before I get myself in trouble <laughs> this is great because I love pranks this story was like so awesome is so awesome an American woman flies four thousand miles to the UK to tell her pal you're it <laughs> tag. In an epic game of international tag, who takes tag to this level? Who does? Who? Someone like me, if I was wealthy enough, would take tag to this level. But this is incredible. You gotta be. This is like a rich game of uh, of tag. Who does? Who flies all the way four thousand miles to go tag? You're it. An American woman flew four thousand miles to England to tell her pal, "You're it." In an epic game of international tag, and then she immediately got on a plane and went home. Immediately got on a plane and went home. Drew McEwen was left stunned when Georgina Wilkinson, disguised as a gardener, showed up at his niece's christening. Wow, the planning that went into this—crazy. Georgina posed as a gardener as Drew and his family were taking photos in southern Scotland. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, did I say England? It's Scotland. After flying in that morning, she tagged him and ran away laughing and then hopped on an eight-hour flight back back home. <laughs> yeah, just f- tag, you're it. I'm, by the way, I'm rich. <laughs> Did she say, tag, you're it, and I'm rich, bitch, and then got on a plane? Is that what, is that what happened? I feel like... Oh, man. Anyways, Drew and Georgina and eight other of their friends have been playing this bizarre game since they all met in China in 2014. And they've spent a total of $500,000 to keep the game going. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? No, it doesn't say that. I made that up. But what the hell? This is like an expensive game to play here. Man, I'm like more of a uh, Cards Against Humanity broke-ass mother. <laughs> hey, let's drink PBR and play uh, Yahtzee. <laughs> Those are the kinds of games I can afford. I want to do this. I want to be this rich. Man, if I was rich, the pranks I would play on my friends and family, it would be outrageous. It would be so outrageous. I would hire imp- like people that do Im- impersonations. I would send like my one of my friends is a Tom Cruise impersonator. impersonator. I would send him. I would just send him all over the world to mess with my friends and relatives at that, for, for starters. And then, you know, I mean, I would get into so many things. There's got to be a website out there that's like most extravagant 
pranks ever. And I would go to that website and I would get great ideas and then I would just spend all this money pranking the hell out of people. I'd prank random weird AF people as well. My weird AF weirdos. I'd prank you guys as well. Um, and you'd have no idea it was coming. If I was rich. Actually, if I was rich, I don't even know. I probably wouldn't even do weird AF news if I was rich. <laughs> I'd be too busy flying around the world tagging people. <laughs> oh, yeah.